fight for you. And if I arise and walk for you, no enemy has the power. No demon will ever come closer to what God has appointed. And I declare the battle belongs to the Lord. Hallelujah. When facing life's battles, there are certain things you must do for yourself. But there are other things that only God can do. When you do your part, God does His. And He's always ready and eager to defend you. Let me read that. When facing life's battles, there are certain things you must do for yourself. Listen to this. When you do what only you can do, God does what only He can do in the world. Nobody else can ever come second to what God does. Because what He does is the best over our life. And that's why I want to declare in this house, when you do your part, God does His. And He is always ready and eager to defend you because the battle belongs to the Lord. I want to declare this as an anthem of our church today over every single individual sitting in this room. Hey, can I tell you, you try to win this battle by your own means. Good news, you don't have to, no longer have to struggle. The battle belongs to the Lord. Give it to the hands of the Almighty God. Let Him win this battle for you. Oh, hallelujah. I want to read Haggai chapter 2. Haggai chapter 2, verse 20 to 23. Haggai chapter 2, verse 20 to 23. Today is the final episode of our conversation collection um, you know, we were doing from the book of Haggai. Today's the final day. Haggai chapter 2, verse 20 to 23. This is how it goes. I'm going to read. The word of the Lord came to Haggai a second time on the 24th day of the month. This is the second time the word of the Lord is coming on the same day. Um, we'll go back into the first time that the Lord's word was heard, heard um, in Haggai's life. But this is, the, this, this is the second. Verse 21. Tell Zerubbabel, governor of Judah, that I am going to shake the nations and the earth. Verse 22. I will overturn royal thrones and shatter the power of foreign kingdoms. I will overthrow chariots and their drivers. Horses and their riders will fall. Each by the sword of his own brother. Beautiful scripture portion as we meditate this morning from the book of Haggai. Declaring the battle belongs to the Lord. The battle belongs to the Lord. And as we dive into this portion, I want to bring your attention to us. You know how easy it is when somebody else already taken in charge of the things that we were supposed to do. And when they have taken the in charge of doing it, let them do the best they can do it. For example, I want to bring your attention to words. Growing up, you all know my brother and I, we are 10 years apart. And I can share our life, uh, you know, our childhood stories because one, he is not here. Two, even if, he's get, he, even if he gets mad, I don't care because he is far away. And because of coronavirus, he's not going to fly into now and come here now. So I'm going to share. And if he's watching from wherever he is, God bless you, my brother. I love you. We're 10 years apart. My brother, when he goes to school, he picks up the hardest project, the hardest assignment, and he gets it home. You know why? Because he knows he has an older achacha who will do. Is there any older brothers here? You have done older brothers or sisters. You have done the projects for your sisters. Yes, promote this, raising both his hands and legs. Is there anybody else here? <laughs> yeah, I mean, come on. We have some witnesses. Come on, Nathan. I'm thankful, but what I'm sharing here is, what I'm sharing here is, so my brother picks up the hardest projects and he comes home. 
And one day he brought home, um, you know, something to, you know, it was a biology class and he wanted to build a heart. And this guy brought, that was the hardest project. And I had to gather the clay and everything and build him a heart with all the ventricles and I don't know, all the medical terms there. And he wanted me to make that for him. I'm like, are you kidding? You could have picked up any other small project, any other assignment. This is what you get. And he looks at me, I know you can do it. I know you can do it. And he, when he looks up to me and he says, I, I know you can do it. I'm like, I don't want to go back in that because he is respecting me. And that's the only moment that I get that respect as an older Achacha. I'm like, Achacha, you can do it. I'm like, wow, my brother trusts me so much. I'm like, okay, I'm going to do this for you. And this happened every season. This happened every project, project after project. He knows that he can pick whatever he wants and he will bring it home every struggle that he's going through because he knows that he has an older Achacha who will stand by him and who will fight for him and who will go, do everything that he needed to do. And when I start making, you know, I started doing his projects, guess what he is doing? Huh? Playing? Come on, you all help me. I'm not going to say because he might be watching. You all can help me with that. Watching... TV, you know, just going around and, you know, being everywhere else, but sitting down with me and helping with the stuff. I have to sit down. I have to finish his homework. But he knows one thing. If my Achacha has decided to do something, he will do it for me. And in that faith, he roams around. He goes to do whatever he wants to do, knowing that. I will finish off his project. How much of a blessed assurance that we have in our life, knowing that the Lord is fighting our battle. And all you need to do is relax. Be in the presence of God. And say, God, I want to thank you for the battles you have already fought. For the battles you are fighting right now. And the battles that you're about to fight for me. I declare in this house that some of our faith levels will soar up this roof this, eve, this morning, this afternoon. That we declare, Lord, I no longer fight my own battles. I don't have the strength. My family is messed up. I can't deal with them. My, my, my friends are messed up. I can't, Lord. But I pray that you will fight this battle for me. I pray that, God, you will go ahead of me and strengthen me. I am weak, Lord. I cannot do it by myself. And that's where. I need the strength of God. Understand the battle belongs. The battle belongs to the Lord. Hallelujah. You watch back and see how victorious your life is going to be. You watch back and see how victorious the life of your children is going to be. You sit down, relax, have a popcorn in your hand and watch what God is going to do in your life. Something best is yet to come because the battle belongs to the Lord. The battle belongs to the Lord. In the scriptures here, tells about tells Zerubbabel, governor of Judah, that I am going to number one, shake the heavens and the earth. Shake the heavens and the earth. Number one, shake the heavens and the earth. The first thing that the word comes to Haggai. Uh, and he is encouraging Zerubbabel is that I'm going to shake the heavens and the earth. What do you mean by heavens and the earth? Heaven, heaven is a place where God is, right? Right? Heaven is a place where God is. Why is God going to shake the place that He is in? 
It doesn't talk about the place where God is dwelling. It talks about the place heavens is the place where the principalities or the rulers, the enemy, the demonic forces operate. Are you with me church? So listen, listen to the very carefully, very carefully. Before you dive into doing any projects, number one, when you fast and pray, when you pray in your personal life, you need to give the atmosphere in the hands of God Almighty. Because it is the right atmosphere that has the ability to birth out something good. Are you with me? A baby in the womb needs the right atmosphere for it to develop and it to come out healthy as a child. Right atmosphere is needed. Everything that the enemies has proclaimed over your life. So Bible talks about the principalities in the book of Ephesians, the principality and the rulers. Every high thing, we sing the song, every high thing must, must come down, right? What do you mean when you sing that song? Every high thing must, what do you mean by when you sing that song? It simply means the principalities and the rulers of the air. The, the rulers that control the atmosphere and block your inheritance, block your blessings over your life. Let me take your attention towards the book of Daniel. Daniel prayed a prayer for the answer of God. What happened? The angel came down with the reply the same day. But what happened? The angel had to, huh? The angel was blocked. There was a fight that happened in the principalities. There's a fight that is happening. You don't know with your carnal, normal mindset. But you need to know when you are doing anything good for God's kingdom, there is going to be a warfare. There is going to be a spiritual attack. But know one thing. When you pray, you pray over the spiritual demonic forces that is up against your blessings. That is up against the peace of your house. That is up against the peace of your family and your future. And Bible says, I'm going to shake the heavens and the earth. The heaven being the highest. Every, every high thing in the air. Every high thing in the atmosphere. I'm going to shake up. And I'm going to declare you're going to be victorious. Number two, I'm going to shake everything on earth. That was a stronghold against you. I'm going to shake that up. Number one, I'm going to shake the heavens and the earth. Let us apply that scripture in our personal life as we look into this morning, look into God's word and understand God, what, what is God saying to us? He is declaring this as a word of encouragement to everybody here that the battle belongs to me. And number one, I'm going to do is I'm going to shake the principalities that has blocked the rewards that you might, ha- you, you should be receiving, that has blocked the inheritance and the blessing you should be receiving in your life. I am going to shake their systems out. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm going to shake every power. Every power that tried to capture and contain you. Oh, you could do better than this. You could have moved better than ahead of this. But remember, things have been blocked in your life because there is an enemy walking around, prowling like a roaring lion, finding someone to devour. But today I declare in the name of Jesus that under my voice, wherever you are, my God says I am about to shake the heavens for you. Beyond imagination. I'm going to shake the heavens for you. I'm going to shake the foundations of every stronghold against your life. The heavens and the earth. Listen to this. The heavens and the earth. So number one I'm going to share here is God is about to change the atmosphere around you. 
you're going to be situated in a place where you can thrive. You're going to be situated in a place where you're going to grow spiritually. You're going to be situated in a place where something good will come out of your life. Remember, battle belongs to the Lord. Don't mess up. Don't mess up. There was once, once I said, you know, I was sharing you the story of my brother and I. Once I decided that I'm not going to do his homework because he fought with me. He argued with me over something. And I said, I'm not going to do it. You figure out what you have to do. All these years, I have done your homework, your projects. I'm not going to do anything. He got very mad at me. I got mad too. I'm his older brother. Come on, you shut up and sit there. And I walked out. I walked out. And I knew he will come back again. He will beg. He will ask, Ajisa, please. And he will fall at my feet. And give me, you know, the story of Jacob and Esau. How Jacob made the stew. And he, I'm like, I know he's going to do all his tricks. And he's going to come back. And I wanted to do him the help that he needed. But when I came back, he messed up all the project. He messed up all the dimensions that I had cut out. He did what he wanted to do. He messed up. In that moment, he took the project and he made a mess out of it. And now I have to rework it from the beginning. And that's what most of us do. When we know the battle belongs to the Lord, give it to the Lord. Don't mess up your situation. Sometimes God has to come back and say, oh my, I had told you to stay out of this. I am the one who's going to lead you and I know what is better for you and I will make sure that will happen. You don't put your hands and mess up things and make it harder for me. The battle belongs to the Lord. Number one, I'm going to shake the heavens and the earth so that the principalities and the rulers and there's a right environment around you where you could thrive and you could grow and good things will come out of your life. I'm going to change your mess into a message and every situation that has turned around and against you, I'm going to make it right because the battle belongs to me. The battle belongs to the Lord. The battle belongs to the Lord. Verse 2, number 2 that I want to share here is as we move forward is I'm going to overturn royal thrones and shatter the power of foreign kingdoms. Overthrown royal thrones and shatter the power of foreign kingdoms. What does it mean? The influences of people in your life. The negative influences that you had in your life. The negative seat of emotional influences that you have made a throne for them to you know, prosper in your life. Every negative people should be cut off in your life. And that's what the Bible helps us to understand. I'm going to overthrow the royal thrones. I am going to overturn every enemy's influences in your life. Why? I mean this scripture is really good for the Old Testament Haggai. In the life of Israel. How does it apply in today's life? And that's what we have to see. That it simply means that God wants to remove out. Purge out. Every influences that the enemy has in your life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Make sure that your life is in the influence of God Almighty. Let, let's talk about this. Every human being here influenced by something. And you are influencing somebody. Let's get that straight. Right? Everybody in this room, you are influenced by someone and also you are influencing someone else. Right? The enemy has his ways of capturing and setting his strongholds in our life. As a throne, we start worshipping our influences knowingly or unknowingly and it blocks the work of God. 
It blocks and it becomes a hindrance in our life. And that's where I have good news. You know what Bible says? I am going to overthrow. You might think you can't do it by yourself, but that's what I declare. The battle belongs to the Lord. You might think, Lord, this addiction is too hard. This influence is too hard to get out. I don't think I can make it. No, baby, no. My God says the battle belongs to the Lord. The battle belongs to the Lord. Hallelujah. Listen to this. Each time, and I'm going to proclaim this, I want you to, you know, repeat after me or think it in your heart and then declare that, God, I believe in the scriptures that my pastor is preaching today and I apply this in my personal life. Number one, he's going to shake the heavens and, and the earth. Every high thing will come down in your life. Number two, I'm going to overturn royal thrones and shatter the power of foreign kingdoms. There is no foreigner that has any influence in your life. God, God is your source. He is your influence. We walk in the footsteps of God Almighty, knowing that the battle belongs to the Lord. The battle belongs to the Lord. Church, I, I, you know, just listen to this. Listen to this. When you know the battle belongs to the Lord, give it to Him. Let every evil influence has come down from our life. Personal life. Let's look into ourselves. On our social media, on our phones, on our, on, our, on our books. And wherever we get those influences, let it be overthrown by God Almighty. Because nonetheless, I mean, I mean, sooner or later, this has the power to become idols in our life. Idols in our life. Let's get rid of that. And that's what the Bible helps us to understand. That. Number three, number three that Bible helps us to understand here is that I will overthrow chariots and their drivers, horses and their riders will fall. What does it mean? I will overthrow the chariots and the horses, their riders will fall. What does it mean? It simply means that I want people to understand that you don't trust on chariots or horses. You trust in your living God Almighty. Amen. Hallelujah. Are you with me church? We no longer trust in what does a horse signify strength. Horse signifies strength. Chariot signifies the, 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 the strength of a political system. The strength of, of people around you. No, 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 no. You're missing the point. Your trust is never on the people and the chariots. I trust in the God Almighty. Where does my help come from? My help come from the Lord God Almighty. The maker of heaven and the earth. Bible says some trust on the chariots and some on the horses. But I trust on the living God. Because I declare the battle belongs to the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Three things. Three things. We can read it like a story and forget it. But take these scriptures. Break it down and apply it in our personal life. Three important things there. I'm going to take your trust out of people around you. You've been trusting the people around you for too long. You have lost your trust. Too long when you start trusting people around you, unknowingly you start idolizing those people in your life. Because every good thing you think that those people will give it to you. No, 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 no. Every good thing comes from God Almighty. Hallelujah. And I'm going to overthrow, I'm going to destroy the chariots and the horses. The, 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 the areas that you thought your greatest strength is, I'm going to destroy that. Why? Because I want you to trust me and me alone. The battle belongs to the Lord. Hallelujah. Sometimes we get into business and devious knowing that that person, this person, this bank, that bank. Yes, of course, all that is true. No, the battle belongs to the Lord. He is your greatest influence. He is the greatest connection that we have. And He is the source of our life. Hallelujah. We have those scriptures in the Bible where God is jealous for His children. Why? Why is God jealous? 
because all the good things God did in our life, but yet we sing around songs for somebody else and their influences over our life. Are you with me? And you think about it. You think about it. In a relationship, how does in a relationship people grow jealous? Because you provide, you give in that relationship so much, but your partner, your friend doesn't understand what you've been pouring in, what you've been doing in that relationship. What happens? They grow jealous. They grow envy. They get angry. And they stop producing what has to be done in that life, in that relationship. Listen to me very carefully. Influences can become strengths in your life and they become idols in your life of worship knowingly or unknowingly and I declare in the name of Jesus the battle belongs to the Lord and we understand that he will overturn and take out every stronghold the strength of the chariot is nothing compared to the strength of the heavenly host the strength of the horses is never compared to the strength of our powerful God he has spoke life into your situation and a life that brings forth new lives around and I declare the blessings in the name of Jesus the battle belongs to the Lord. Three simple portions that we understand here is that number one, I talked about he's going to shake the heavens and the earth. Number two, he's going to overturn royal thrones and shatter the power of foreign kingdoms. Number three, I will overthrow chariots and their drivers. Overthrow chariots and their, and their drivers. Can I have the worship team behind me? I'm overthrowing the chariots and their riders will fall. Listen to this. Verse 23, let's read that. On that day, declares the Lord, I will take you, my servant Zerubbabel, son of Shealtiel, declares the Lord, I will make you like my signet ring, for I have chosen you, declares the Lord Almighty. I want you to understand, listen to this very carefully under my voice, everybody. Number one, the Bible helps us to understand. Number one, I will take you. Number two, I will make you. Number three, I have chosen you. Listen to this very carefully. Number one, I will take you from the mess that you are in. From the, from the, from, 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 from the pathetic situations that your life is engulfed in. I am going to take you out of that. Let's understand the power of that scripture. No matter where you are situated yourself in, God says, I am going to take you out of that. Zerubbabel for too long you've been situating yourself around negative people but I'm going to take you out of that for too long you've been surrounding yourself with people and ideas that destroy your future and the future of your house but I'm declaring that I'm going to take you out of that Bible helps to understand number one I will take you I will take you I will take you out of that situation you think you can't come out I'm going to take you out I'm going to take you out and nobody else will ever know how you came out of that mess. Nobody else will ever know how you, you are washed and cleaned and became uh, uh, pure in the sight of God Almighty. I'm going to take you out of that mess. I'm going to take you. How many of you want to be taken out of some mess in your life? How many of you under my voice want God to you know, furnish something new in your life? God, take me out of the situation that I'm going through. Take me out of this, 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 this death that I am, being, I am in. Take me out of this emotional crisis that I'm going through. Take me out of this depression that I am in, oh Lord. Take me out of this suicidal thoughts that I am in, Lord. Take me out of this mess, oh Lord. And the Bible says, I will take you out of that. The word is for Zerubbabel. What is the word, uh, you know, comes so powerfully for Zerubbabel? Because he is the one who is the chief architect in building that. 
God is using him to build the ruined temple. To build the wall, to build the city together for the people of Israel to stay. And people, listen to this carefully. Whenever you start building something good for God, you always expect an enemy to come. Enemy is never quiet when you start building something. Are you with me? Hallelujah. Are you with me, church? ിയോ that family is going to make your life that 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 job is going to make your life this education is going to make your life no 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 you are wrong but i have good news you're wrong at the right place to hear this good news bible says i the lord will make you amen i the lord one i will take you out two i'll make you nothing like i'm all by myself my family i accept christ as my personal personal savior and i decided to follow jesus but hey jesus want to let, let you know i'm going to take you out of your mess and i'm going to make your house that generations and generations after you will remember what god has began to do in your family when a man and woman comes together you are a blessed family in the house of god hallelujah one family together in the house of god is a generation in the house of god listen to this very carefully god says i will take you out of your mess and i will make you a beautiful family i will take you out of your situation i will make you something wonderful that people has never imagined you are my masterpiece and not my last piece you are my masterpiece thirdly as we look into that scripture it talks about one i will take you to i will make you three I have chosen you. Just understand this. To be chosen in a any situation is so good. Growing up and most of our youth would know that I am never close to any games, any sports that I really suck in every sport. I don't I don't get it. And growing up nobody picked me for volleyball tournaments, for basketball tournaments, for cricket, for soccer. But there was once one moment in a tournament that was happening in my school they picked me for soccer You know the feeling that I had when they chose me for that game meant that that meant the world to me that meant everything to me because out of everybody my team chose me to be in that group I lo- I wanted to be you know be part of something like that And they chose me it felt so good that I was chosen. Do you know the value of being chosen? A lot of people are in this church but you are rejected in some other places. A lot of people are we are meeting but you are rejected in some areas of your life. Listen to this Bible says, one I will take you, two I will make you, three I have chosen you. Oh. Let me bring, let me let me rewind that. First thing is I have chosen you. and that's why i have taken you out and why i mean the reason why i've taken you out is because i want to make something good in your life even before the foundations of the world was set i have chosen you and i've called you out of my out of your name before your mom named you there are some people here expecting their babies including us thinking about names it's so fun it's so cool planning to name our child 
we don't know the gender, but we are ready, okay. Whatever happens, you know, this it's a girl. These are the names. I'm going to reveal it. The, the boy, it's going to, these are the names. And congratulations to Eben and Phoebe expecting the third wonder child. It's a special moment in our life. But listen to this. Even before we have decided to name our child, God has already chosen him or her. Called her or him with a purpose in this world. So don't be afraid if they run into a mess. Don't be afraid if they are wandering in a place that you can't control. It's okay. You know what the Bible says? I the Lord will take them out. And I, the Lord, will make them. I think this is a prophetic message to the church here and to everybody listening to me right now. Listen carefully. Don't worry about the mess that the children might run into. Listen to this very carefully. The God of Israel, the God of Abraham, Jacob, declares a beautiful portion here. I, the Lord, has chosen you. Even before your parents chose you and named you, I, the Lord, has declared, I will take you out of that mess and I will make you. I will make you. Come on somebody, can we all rise up in God's house? I will make you. It's not just I have taken you out, but I make you. I make you. And I I sprang for you, darling, the other week. I know you've been in a season of fasting and prayer and seeking God. We as a church, we are praying for you. Please know that. The word comes very strongly when I was, I was meditating on this verse. It's talking to your life and your family. God says, I'm going to take you out of that mess. I'm going to make you a blessing for your family. And you will be a blessing for generations to come in Jesus' name. I prophesy over your life. I prophesy over the young ones and youngsters of our church. My friend, your mess is never too mess for God to intervene and change your life into a message. You will stand as a testimony for generations to come. And I declare the battle belongs to the Lord. I don't need to fight these battles because I can't. I am weak. And that's why I declare the Lord, the battle belongs to you. 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 Let's lift him up with a song of praise right now. Surrender ourselves to this song. And as we sing together, let's worship him. Let's give it to the Lord and celebrate his goodness over our life. The battle belongs to the Lord. Hallelujah.